You're listening to the Play, Teach, Talk podcast. I'm Tiffany Thompson, a speech pathologist with over 20 years of expertise in working with children under three years of age and their families to help them understand language and communicate more effectively. My specialty is in working with emerging communicators with few or no true words to reduce their frustration, help them interact and play with their peers and family, and learn to truly enjoy the back and forth of functional communication throughout their daily routines. This podcast is not intended to diagnose speech-language disorders, but is more of a general set of suggestions for children who are experiencing delays in their language skills. For recommendations or therapy specific to your child's needs, consultation or evaluation with a licensed speech-language pathologist in your city is highly suggested. This is episode 25 of Play, Teach, Talk teaching turn-taking skills. Why is it important to learn turn-taking skills? Well, because at its heart, social communication is taking turns with your voice, basically. So if I have kids that aren't imitating and I don't have kids that aren't really seeming to kind of key into other people or imitating body movements that they see their parents or other people in the house do, then I know I need to start working with them first on just taking turns in play and learning to pay attention to what other people are doing in their environment. So what I like to do is start off by building turn-taking using toys. The first social turn-taking that we do is when a newborn leans in a little bit closer to an adult or a parent who is talking to them and they're looking with their eyes. Eye contact is a turn-taking skill as well. When they're making eye contact and they're leaning in, then you know that you have their attention. And so what we wanna do if children are not using their eye contact to take a turn or using um, a sound or a movement to take a turn, then what we wanna do is build those skills. One of the first things I suggest when parents are using play to try to build turn-taking skills is that when you are doing the activity with them, that you make sure you're facing each other. Um, Sometimes when we read books with kids, we tend to have them in our lap, so you're both facing the book. And that's a really nice thing to do, too. You do want to do that. But with things like ball play or maybe scribbling with crayons or playing with blocks, uh, I suggest maybe you have each other sit across the table from each other or um, sit on the floor where you're facing each other so that you can be getting their eye contact and getting their attention um, face to face. If your child's active or needs to move around, like I uh, talked about a little more in uh, the previous episode, uh, you could have either another adult help you by having them sit holding the child in their lap so that we can kind of encourage at least a couple of turns before they need to get up and move their body. That can be very helpful. Um, If you have an older sibling, but not uh, not another adult that can help, then you would hold the child and try to see if you can get the child to take a turn with the older brother or sister. But you do want to try to encourage a back and forth. So the first things I typically use to try to encourage turn-taking with kiddos are throwing a ball back and forth. So in a lot of cases, we have a toy that has a hoop and we throw the ball into a hoop. But when we're working on turn-taking skills specifically, I do like to use that ball to roll, throw, or kick back and forth to another person first. Because I think learning that turn-taking with the rolling or the throwing or kicking 
with another person means that they have to wait for you to kick that ball or throw that ball back to them. And that's what we're also trying to build, that anticipation and that waiting for that other person to take space in that activity. So um, then if you get the child to take a few turns rolling or kicking the ball back and forth to you, then you can use that hoop also for that same idea of waiting for a turn. Um, I, I have some kids who like to uh, scribble. Scribbling is their favorite, favorite thing on earth to do. Um, and if they like that, that tends to be kind of a focused down on the activity thing. It's not as social of an activity. But again, you can use that for turn taking. If you give them one marker or one crayon and you have one yourself, and what you want to do is in all of these cases, when we're doing turn taking, you want to pat your chest and say my turn and then pat their chest and say your turn or say their name. So you like say name is David, David's turn or your turn. And then you pat your chest and say my turn when you're doing each of these things. Um, so with the crayons, you might kind of touch the child's hand for a second to let them know you want them to pause and then you say my turn and then you scribble just briefly. The major thing to think of is make sure that this turn taking has a quick turnover, meaning that especially if you're using a toy, that that child's going to get that toy back in their possession pretty fast because we're also still at this age working on sharing. <laughs> and so um, the child is still learning that they are going to get this toy back if you take it for a second. So that's part of why we want to have it be a very fast turnover. So if you're scribbling with crayons and you hold their, their hand for just a second, say my turn, scribble very quickly, and then turn that activity back over to them. So they understand I'm not losing this activity by giving you a turn. I think that's also why kids get upset when turns are, are and sharing or are, are encouraged in daycare when kids are little, because they still haven't figured that out yet. I also do that with cars and trucks. So if your child's major preoccupation is pushing cars and trucks around, but they tend to kind of do it on their own, then you want to try to get into their world and get into their activity by pushing cars back and forth with them. Again, it can be easier, just like with throwing a ball into a hoop because it's not as social or interactive with another person to, uh, to throw a ball into a hoop versus rolling a ball or throwing a ball back and forth to each other. You may find that you can ease into the turn taking with cars if they don't want to give up their car by maybe doing a car down a ramp or around a track or something like that. But you do eventually want to turn, take those turns socially and back and forth with each other at some point, because that's the major idea is using these toys to encourage more turn-taking back and forth and paying attention to the other person. With blocks, you can also take turns. If your child's major focus or favorite thing is stacking blocks or dumping blocks or filling up containers with blocks, same thing with patting your chest and saying, my turn, David's turn, or something like that. Um, do that with blocks. If your child's not yet uh, making towers, but likes knocking them down. Um, you could try, hold on to the ones on the bottom and you add a block. My turn, you put the block on, then it's their turn to add a block. Uh, you can also do, if they're not quite to the point where they want to build towers yet, maybe just putting things into the container. My turn, throw the block in, they get to throw their block in, then you take a block. And so again, you're really just kind of using that activity to get them to pay attention to the fact that you're there and part of that activity as well. 
to make a more social turn-taking activity, that's where we kind of bring in those stuffed animals or baby dolls and we might pretend to hug and you can take turns hugging the baby and make a mm, mm sound as you hug the baby or kiss the baby. Take turns doing that. A more social activity with peers that involves turn-taking might be going down a slide, teaching your child to wait and watch that there's another person in that space climbing up that ladder to go down the slide. We have to take a turn. It's their turn, and then it'll be David's turn, okay? And you're patting his chest, patting the chest. It's, now it'll be David's turn, but we've got to wait right now. It's that little girl's turn. Um, and then when you have had some success with this and you're seeing that your child is starting to learn to take turns, you can take turns vocally by having your child fill in the blank with nursery rhymes. I did a whole episode on nursery rhymes a few episodes back if you want to check that out and how to, to get your child to fill in the blank when you leave off the final word or sound in a song to help teach that social anticipation for songs. I have some kids that, that nursery rhymes are about the only time you can get uh, a social attention with games or play because they love music so much. So taking a social uh, fill in the blank uh, to during a nursery rhyme is a great way to encourage turn taking and also social attention and interaction. We have to have turn taking skills and we have to have attention to the same task for kids to start paying attention to language for long enough um, to use it purposely and imitate purposely in activities. So um, it's really important to build these skills if you're looking for more imitation and more purposeful communication throughout your day. Uh, so give these things a try um, and I hope they're useful to you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would help me greatly if you subscribe or leave a five-star review. For additional content, including YouTube videos, articles, handouts, and help catered specifically to your child's needs, please visit playteachtalk.com.